Jonas and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Hear about that thing that's happening at NYU where they uh, they just recently fired a professor because the students uh, like revolted against him? Wow. And I, I, I mean, I've wanted to fire a couple of people in my life, especially university. How'd they do that? And what did he do? Uh, they said that the class that this professor was uh, was teaching was just way too hard over time. Yeah. Um, organic chemistry. Oh. One of those weed out classes, which, yeah. funny enough, at at my school, that that class was known as the hardest class in the entire university. Org, organic chemistry. It was the class that you heard everyone groaning. It was usually like the bio um, majors. Bio people, yeah. Yeah, or the pre-med people saying, oh, yeah. I got to take orgo. And yeah. that right there was the... That was the make or break to getting into the program. That's right. It's called, you're right, weed out of these people. Like you, the weed they, out yeah. system. Yeah. So they rallied together and all the people, the students mostly said, we want this guy out of here. It's not fair. Too many people can cannot make this class. What was the hardest course you ever took? Uh, not organic chemistry. No, no. My dad kept me away from chemistry because he didn't. Because he was in it. He was in it. He said, yeah, he said to the teachers, you know, she's not, she won't make it through chemistry. So I never did chemistry. Um, so I would say um, uh, algebra uh, was tough for me. I had yeah. a great teacher, but it was tough for me. That was my toughest class. Everything else I could do. It was like, you know, science was easy for me to do until we got to the math part of it. Then yes. I got, then it, and fractions were hard for me. Yeah, algebra really is one of those things. For me, too, it was hard because uh, if I can't visualize what I'm doing, yeah, it just sounds like gibberish to me. I'm not sure what. I can't make the connection to X real life. Why and going over to the thing. And yeah, like, that, that. I understand putting a variable on something, yeah, yeah. but, like, once you go longer than two whatever they are, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> we don't even remember what they yeah, are. Yeah, my hardest class was yes. Econ, Econ 100. Yeah? Yeah, and it was a 100-level class. Like I, I don't know why I couldn't get it. Economics, all these economic principles. <laughs> that explains a lot, actually. Well, no, but, but, you know, I mean, some people, I, there are people that are good at every class. Yeah. But if you put, like, Jamar and I up in front of a an acting class or a trying out for a play, we soar. Like we could got this. We got. I mean, we'll be. Yeah, okay. that that I could we I could perform. But when you sit there and you make me sit and look at a piece of paper, and there's a whole bunch of eraser marks to the point there's a hole in the paper, that that tells me this is not your lane. I can't even count right? beans. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, yeah, just just yeah. to be very very honest, but. I've never thought a class was so hard yeah. that I thought that I need to stage a coup yeah. <laughs> against the professor to have that person removed. I think yeah. it's very interesting that the students were that powerful Yes, as a group to and say, we've all noticed something uh -huh. over the years. This class is unfair. He's got to go. And they actually did it. And that would be like that about 30 people in that class, I would assume. Or it could be more. Well, it was more. Yeah, I think it was more people. More people. Yeah. So. So there you go. It's done. And he's uh, not happy about it, but he's gone. Out of there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He's probably super smart. Maybe he wants to compete with the kids and want to be smarter than they are. And, and you know, known as the guy that's the tough guy on campus. I don't know. The Simon Cowell of university. <laughs> that's right. Right? Okay. Yeah. Well. 
you got what you wanted. Well, he must have had many generations not happy with him for yeah, them to do this, right? I think his hand is just shaped in an F, yeah. and he just stamps it yeah, like yeah. On, on every paper. F, you F, know, F. You're, you're doing really well in university, too, Jamar. Remember, your grade point average means everything to get to med school. And if this guy's bringing you down... You, like, ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He was the gatekeeper uh -huh. of life. Right. No, the gate is wide open, apparently. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shem 104.5. You're feeling tight in the face, maybe in the shoulders, in the back. If you're feeling a little rageful right now, these are some productive ways to get that rage out. It's a buildup of energy, really, and it's yeah. not the best feeling. No. Right. Right. So uh, let's go through the list and see if any of these will be uh, implemented today. First one is exercise, right? Uh, that's the best thing to do. It, it really is. And it, it can be just a walk if you want. Just get, get outside and walk it off and, you know, think about why you're angry a little bit. Just go, why am I angry? Why am I angry? And anything really would do. It yeah. could be a walk. It could be a brisk walk. It could sure. be, uh, you know, just a, a, a run intense working out yeah maybe throw a ball against the wall maybe you could just even take a tennis racket uh into an open space and just swing it hard yeah. not even hit the ball really right, just right. like just get the energy out because mm -hmm. at some point you kind of exhaust yourself and you're like huh whatever i was tired or whatever i was angry about mm -hmm. i don't have the energy to sustain it anymore don't you find when you go running because i know you do that and i i go on the bike my especially with my husband on the peloton he that's how he gets all that stuff worked out it is the best way to yeah. just really get yourself to a level where you're spent yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, and then once you spend no. you have nothing else to spend that rage on right exercise okay cool visually represent your frustration <sighs> all right here's some of the ways to get that done um if it's a person you know get a picture of them and maybe rip the picture Maybe shred it. Maybe, you know, get some scissors and cut it up. Um, if it's a thing that you're battling with in your, in your life, write it down on a piece of paper and burn it. Like, these are visual cues to let you know that whatever it was, it's now over and it's destroyed. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So why, while it may sound a little uh, destructive, violent. <laughs> violent, it actually is. Yeah. And there's a purpose there because uh, you, mm -mm. You're, you're visually representing the end of that. Back in the day, I was going through a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. And I remember getting up extra early, getting a cup of coffee, putting the keys to the house so it didn't get locked out, and sat on, on my front porch. And I timed myself for about 20 minutes. And I'd say, okay, what do you want to talk about today? Mm -hmm. what, what do you want to talk about? Sometimes it was nothing. Sometimes mm -hmm. it was the problem that was bugging me. Okay. And that was the only focus I had. Uh -huh. I said, so what are you going to do about it? And my question to me was, but what's your role in this? And when you find out you don't really have a role in this, so why is this, let's say, for example, a person, a situation making you angry? It, you may not have any role in it. You can excuse yourself from the anger. Okay, that sounds good. And it worked. I thought you were going to say you took a, a, an axe and started throwing items, no. axes at the, uh, the problem that was in your no, head. No, not at all. So there's a calm way of doing it. And sometimes what I do is I'm, I'm angry. I don't know if I'm that, that angry, but I, I go take a nap because it's usually my anger gets inflamed when I'm really, really tired. Tired. Try this as well, channeling those feelings into creativity. Some people journal, paint, you know, yeah. write a song, right. maybe just write some words. Some people just, uh, you know, actually write an essay uh -huh. about what they're thinking about. Like the writing part of it, journaling, not one of my favorite things to do, but I will admit that this sounds right to me. Yeah. Because you get to kind of formulate your words and then get it all out. And then once there's nothing else to say, there's nothing else to say. Right. It's all out, right? Um, 
talk with someone you trust. That's the last but not the least, you know? Mm-hmm. Bottling up your feelings never a good thing. Talk to somebody where you can just get it out. Yeah. And once again, once it's out, it's yeah. out. Therapy's a good thing if you if you find the right therapist that works for you. Amen. A, a good good friend or just a, a good therapist. And you can find out, uh, how do I get a good therapist? People have asked me. You talk to your uh, uh, general practitioner. All right. Say, who can I talk to? Or your, your company. And they'll send you to somebody. If it doesn't work at that relationship, you don't feel comfortable with them, there's many others to choose from. All right. If all else fails, uh, print a picture and buy some darts. Basement. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. So this guy and his wife are going on a vacation. She's pregnant. Yes. And she says, of course, because, you know, they're looking out for the, the health of the child. Right. Say, hey, um, why don't on this vacation, um, you know, we've already given up weed. You know, we don't smoke anymore. And, you know, because I'm pregnant, we should probably give up alcohol, too. Yes. Uh, the the man was so against this idea that the, they canceled the vacation. She He canceled it. He says, if I can't drink, so she's saying, look, I can't drink because, you know, I'm pregnant for the sake of our child. So he said, so, and then she said to him, you know what, you, you should, I don't want you to drink either. Let's go on this vacation, but you can't drink either. And guess what? He canceled the vacation what does this say to you uh that that uh baby was uh that baby is uh save the marriage baby he's a save the marriage baby okay 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 i'll tell you what it says to me tell me alcoholic like bro if you can't if you if you can't go someplace and just say hey i'm just not gonna drink like if it's that important like listen i love alcoholic cocktails drinks beers i love all those things but i don't have to have them like, you know, yeah. if I go someplace and yeah. it's decided that we're not drinking, it's not going to end my experience. Me neither. Uh, but I, That's but, wild but to me that he did people, that. for some people, it's true. It's just like, I'm not, if I, if I, I'm on vacation too, and if I can't have fun the way I want to have fun, which includes drinks, then right. we're not going to go. And if it's a baby moon, which I'm yeah. assuming that's what that Yeah, it was a baby was. moon. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, why do you need to get that's right. drunk? What did you really or think? Or have What cocktails? did you really think about this? I think the guy is a jerk. Yeah. That was my first reaction because I mean, yeah. If you're pregnant, you're I'm carrying your baby. I yeah. want to drink too. Yeah. Both of us. Let's sure. both not drink. I have so many, fr- not so many. There's one friend in particular I'm thinking about, who everything we did, everything, any place we got went, it was always associated with like, the alcohol that would be consumed there. Like I call this guy up, be like, hey, let's do this. Da da da. I'm coming by your house today. All right, pick up a six pack, and I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Or we're going here. Oh, which bar are we going to? Are there going to be drinks there? And I just realized, like, everything this guy wanted to do, it was always around alcohol. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't think I ever do anything with you, blah, 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 without alcohol. And what was his reaction? And he kind of laughed. He was like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh Uh, That was before he checked into AA. Oh, (laughs) He was an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just hear the same thing out of this guy, too. You know, like I, it, I feel that too. Like the alcohol shouldn't yeah. cancel the yeah. the uh, the whole event. No, I know, I know. I just uh, I feel like he feels it's his right to drink. And uh, the fight that must have ensued, oh. you know, for him to go as far as canceling the trip, it's probably insane. But it's very stressful for but, her. But let me ask you this, guys. So we're having this baby, mm-hmm. and she says to him, "Look, we're going to go on this vacation. I'm going to ask you to abstain from drinking." Can you do that for a week? I mean, it's a buzzkill, but it's a, it's a show of support for sure. Right. So that that tells her that he doesn't have her back totally. 
Right, thing? exactly. Okay, good. Because I'm sure when they were there, she would have been like, it's fine, you could have that wine with dinner. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Tell us what you guys think, because I... I, I just, I I think she's saying we are pregnant, not I am just pregnant. We are pregnant. That is a good point. Agreed. Last last time you were pregnant, if you are even pregnant now, what's the policy in the, uh, in the couple? Are we both pregnant or can you have a drink as well? Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Recent viral story of a husband who canceled the vacation because his pregnant wife requested that he abstain from drinking along with her on this vacation. He goes, well, if I can't drink on this vacation, I don't want to go. So he canceled the vacation. Can- vacation <gasps> canceled. Ooh. I have so many questions about this this situation. Um, and I think the first question I have is the nature of the relationship. You ever see those friends, or excuse me, those those couples that are the drinking couple? The couple were both the both partners are just luscious and they're just they're the life of the party. Yeah, they're the ones bringing the wine, the bottles, clink clink clink. With hey guys, we brought wine. Like they bring the beers, and whenever you go to their house, they got the full bar. And then one gets pregnant, the wife, uh-huh. and. The other one is like, wow, we were totally the drinking couple. Now we don't drink anymore. Yeah. What does that do to the relationship? I wonder if they're that couple. It I don't know. Becomes divisive a little bit, uh, for sure. I think that could be it because her thing is show some solidarity. Right. And his thing is this is what we do. Listen. And just because you can't do it, don't let don't say that I can't. And so the question is, aren't we pregnant? I'm, I know I'm pregnant, but are we pregnant? Yeah, that's a that's a very very. Ah. Interesting question. It could yeah. be seen very selfish on his part, you know? Or if you put the shoe on the other foot, it could be selfish on her part. It's like just yeah. because you're pregnant doesn't mean my party's over. Yeah. But it's not like she's saying to stop drinking throughout the entire pregnancy. Right. She's just asking for this one just vacation. Just vacation, I know. Right. It's so, uh, once again, it sounds to me like he has a problem, man. Like I've, I, think so. I think that's an easy request. I think. For some people uh, it isn't. Uh, yeah. And, okay, so let me ask you this. Uh-huh. So uh, I'm pregnant. No, I'm not. And I go and I, I say to Jim, okay, when we go, uh, don't drink. I don't think I could do that to him. I, uh, not that he, and I mean, he would abstain if I wanted him to. Funny but you say that. A lot of people are texting that she could have just as easily said, hey, have a drink. It's all good. Yeah, listen. Listen, it's your vacation, too. I am physically not able to drink because I want to be careful of the, uh, you know, the child's health. So, you know what? Um... Yeah. Which makes me think or question, I think this was a very drinky couple. Because yes. if, because if she couldn't even say, Hey, you know, have a drink, it's all good, I just can't and it would make her feel so bad to see him having a drink without her. Yeah. This sounds like a drunk couple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Probably. Or could it have been a, hy- a hypothetical? Maybe. Where she was like, well, I can't drink, so you can't drink either and he was just like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, one of those. You know? I hate when what you guys What if it was one that. of those? Uh, honey, yeah, I have a question. What? Guys. What if? Yeah. Hey, wait, can I just say something? Let's go back a couple days before this happened. Right, right. Maybe this is well, how yeah. they got pregnant. Yeah, I think so. Right. I yeah. think so. Well, they're. I don't pro- know. Jamar, you know what? I got to be honest with you. I, uh, as a pregnant woman, mm-hmm. uh, I would have never asked Adam's father not to drink. Not, not to have a drink. drink. No. I was for- never asked to not have a drink no, no, during our pregnancy. No, no. We're on vacation. I want to be with you. I want to have fun before you know we have this baby. And uh, yeah, so there's something. There's something, I think, to your point that she's going, if I can't have fun, you can't have fun. I know. That's why I think there's got to be a compromise. Either they both see that, hey, we're going to do this together. Right. Or someone says, hey, do your thing. I'm doing my thing. I don't know what it is. I don't either. 
I, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on your. I'm on your. There's road something here. there, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway, interesting yeah. that uh, we have so many people. Thanks for letting us know how you guys feel about it, because it was like a weird thing. Because at first when I read, I thought, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. But yeah. then he canceled the trip. <laughs> Which is aggressive. It's just. That's super aggressive. Yeah. So he can drink at home. Or, ah. or so he could really stick it to her, which is a whole other <laughs> yeah, yeah. problem, right? Yeah, yeah. This mm. is uh, this is a very unhappy relationship. Yeah. Like. yeah, yeah, something to think about before you guys uh, <laughs> spill the liquids, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum one zero four five. You ever do anything slightly dangerous for the sake of beauty? Um, this trend might be one of those things. Uh, apparently, brides. In order to get their ears to stay back, I didn't know that was a problem. Um, they're using super glue. No, they're not. Yes, yeah, super glue. Oh. Um, to glue their ears back toward their head just so that your ears don't stick out. And that when, when you wear a bun, I guess your head looks a little more streamlined. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, so you don't look like you're, you know, you're going to take off. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I, I know. I, it's a perfect bun with the veil, and then you have your ears pushed. Okay, so so you can relate, I guess, or you understand that. I have no problem with my ears, but I guess some people do. But super glue? Good Lord. I have really, I have really tiny ears, so like I've never had ear issues. My my ears are like almost non-existent, see? I can't see. <laughs> That's yeah, not they're... the right thing. It's Look at those little better ears. better you see them. Yeah, they're, they're, my, my ears little. are tiny. But, Sorry, uh, I got to get closer. I didn't see those. <laughs> no, no problem. No problem. Uh, maybe our headsets through all these years of broadcasting and pushed our ears back. True. What about that? Oh, maybe they're creased. Got it. But yeah, apparently uh, a hairstylist in Brazil just put this up on IG. She got 20 wow. million views. And uh, yeah, so I don't. I can't say I've ever had this problem. Uh, I, uh, maybe there are other parts of my body I need to glue to myself, but no, can not I my ears. Say, isn't it funny that the, the the source of this information is from Brazil? Yeah, that Brazil... Where they do everything. They do everything. They take every chance and do whatever. They do this. They do that. They fix this. They put your nose over here. They put the... the <laughs> so they just use super glue because they've given up. Well, apparently this has been a practice. Um, in the Vietnam War, uh, they, they said that people were super gluing, like, wounds to keep them closed. Oh, actually, I see what you mean. actually saved a lot of lives, too. Okay, so, so is it that kind of stuff that people, instead of using a Band-Aid... They, to, to heal something, yeah, it brings it together. That could be it, guys. It may not be super like bonding like, glue. That's right, like for a cut. It's a lot still of surgeons use that. Yeah, Listen, I don't think it's that though. I'm sure. I'm sure it worked. Send you the video. I'm sure it worked in 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 the battlefield and all that good stuff. But uh, this no, this is actually super glue. Sorry, this is like crazy glue. Look at it. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm super glue it. I have no idea. That would be really... That would be painful, right? In operation. Oh, my gosh. You yeah. just got to wait for it to dissolve, I guess. I Does it ever it's dissolve? It's super glue. That, 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 it never dissolves. Well, that off would... your skin? Remember that commercial with the guy with a hard hat holding on to his super glue on the top of his head, and he was on a steel beam, and nothing happened. He couldn't remove himself People from do it. Crazy oh, that's the crazy glue commercial, the old school crazy yeah. glue commercial. Well, that scared me. Yeah. I, I think that would be... Uh, that would be bad advertising if it ever dissolved. It, it would need to True, stay. You're right. It would need to stay bonded forever. I remember kids in school that had ears that came out, mm -hmm. and they went and had an operation. Really? That they you can pin them, them back. They're, they're, pin, they're called pin. It's called yes, pin them back. Yeah. 
I don't know what that entailed, but they 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 felt better. That would entail money to waste. I've also seen a new trend where people are making their ears. Tell you what Mrs. McNeil wasn't doing. Your ears? Your ears. We have to buy cereal tomorrow, sir. You can make your ears into but like your, elf ears. But your ears didn't go out like this, did they? they uh, my this kid at school really was, you know, like Mad Magazine. Dumbo. Oh, like. Oh no. Right? Yeah, and he had it pinned back, and it was the difference, like night and day for him and it was great but what's his pin back mean anyway all these questions we have super glue don't do it there you go or do it on wedding day <laughs> or do it <laughs> <laughs> i mean apparently 20 million people were interested or don't put your hair pulled back don't pull, just cover your ears mm -hmm. 20 million people wanted to watch the train crash that's what it was that's what it was okay yeah. oof up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Here are some uh, some things that people brag about that you should stop bragging about immediately because it's just a red flag about your personality. Um, you ever hear somebody who brags about how popular they were in high school? Oh, I was the, the <laughs> I was the most popular kid in high school. Yeah. That person is usually not popular anymore. And they, right. they hang on to the high school. Living in the past. Polk High. <laughs> their, their claim to fame. Uh, that That is a symbol of, of deep insecurity. Um, people who brag about never reading books. Oh, I don't read. I don't read any books. You know who said that recently? Who? Mr. West. Mr. West. Kanye West said that. The, oh, he'd rather. He just, it's like having Brussels sprouts kind of like comment. He said something like that yeah, the other yeah. day. And then this list comes out. Yeah. But, but, you know, if you don't, you don't. But why, why would you brag about that? Yeah, that's not something yeah. to be very proud of. No. Um, boasting about your intelligence. Anyone who tells you how smart they are really isn't that smart. You don't have to worry about that on this morning show. Right, right, right. right. When we're, we're not. Hey, listen, if, if you're really smart, people just know that. People can see by the things you do, by the things you say, that, wow, you're you're really on it. You're it, sharp. It's like when people say, well, you know, I'm professional. Well, you should just be professional and not announce that fact, right? Yeah, you don't have to say it. You don't have to say it. Um, you ever meet anybody who brags about how many hours they work? Oh, I'm burning the candle at both ends. Man, I didn't yeah. sleep at all. Oh, uh, I, I, and I only had, like, a coffee today. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a tension grabber. Yeah, I, I think when you're younger, I, I remember people doing that a lot in the office. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've got a long day. You, you, people have long days. That's okay. But bragging about it and not doing anything about it, that's a problem. Also bragging about how much sleep you don't get. I mean, it's... Well, is it, there's bragging, right, Jamar, and there's complaining. We complain. <laughs> there, there I was did a thin not line. sleep well last night. I don't know what happened. Mm -hmm. But it's the other one. Is I didn't sleep at all last night, and I've got such a long day, and I don't even have time for lunch. I'm That's running on three hours. Yeah. Twenty things to do today. Uh, uh, it's like, yeah. no. No. It's not a, like, that's like bragging about how much you didn't eat. You're going to die soon. Boy, none of these are our problems right now. Right. Because Ever meet anyone who brags about how much money they have? Um, oh, it's, yeah. It's not attractive. No. You know, it's one of those things where it's like uh, the person on the other side of that has no choice. I mean, they're going to feel great about that, you know? Like, how do I, yeah. wow, you have so much money. No. Like, who says that to somebody? You, know what you it have is? a lot of money. There's an inverse to that because they're a little bit. In that, they talk about how much money they save mm -hmm. to the point of it's painful. Mm -hmm. And because they save so much money, and I'm all, all about that, it's that's why I have this. Mm-hmm. And it gets to be a little bit their narrative. It's, it's much. Like it's much. Yeah. Um, if there's anyone in your life that brags about something, text us at 104.536 and see if we could add to this list. What do they brag about? Uh, another thing this uh, this uh, write-up says that you should never brag about is how drive, uh, how how great you drive drunk. 
Terrible thing to brag about. Oh. Like, Doesn't that remind you of university? Yes. Yes. A lot of people. Don't like, you find a lot of this is a, from our youth? It is. It's yeah. like it's a that the twenty yeah. something type of yeah. vibe. Um, people who brag about what a good person they are, boasting about how how good they treat people. Don't do that. Just be it. Just be it. Just be it. All right. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Making waves right now is '90s band Blink 182, who's back on tour on a world tour, and they're now they've now got two stops in Toronto. Blink 182. It's very big. Travis Barker is having the time of his life right now. He's in a new relationship with yeah, Courtney. That's right. Which is, uh, you know, it's 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 uh, maybe one of the reasons why they're touring. <laughs> maybe that I. I there's a there's a bit of relevance between you know all the throwback stuff that's going on right now, yeah. and the fact that you know he he is a, you know, he's a pop culture icon. Yeah, was still is. I don't want to say because of the Kardashians, but I will say that the Kardashian kind of attachment mm. has him in a different you know talking point now. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, for sure. I don't know much about this group. I gotta be honest. Yeah, with Blink Blink One Eighty Two was yeah. one of those. Um, I mean, 90s nostalgia, you know, punk, but also kind of really good musically. Mm-hmm. They're very, very well, talented well respected. Talented yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah, very well respected. But, you know, it's just a time in the music cycle now where people who have money, people who are older, can pay top dollar, or yeah. so we think, for these tickets. Linnea, who's in pr- producing with us this morning, how much of the tickets were blinking at 182? The cheapest ticket I could find? $800. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. That's, that's absolutely wow. insane. But, I mean, this is where we are right now. I mean, yeah. the, 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 the fans of Blink-182s are like 30-somethings and 40-somethings. So, I mean, you got to get that money. Get that money. Um, when you get older, not that I'm saying much right there. Okay. Tickets are expensive, but not that expensive because uh-huh. they haven't been around for a while. So that's this is a big tour for right. It's a, it's a comeback, sure. People start literally dying <laughs> on my groups. Wow, they have other people filling in. The band's not the same. So the ticket should be like a thousand dollars. Not at all. No, <laughs> no, it's like you're getting kind of the B side of what was an A side. Gotcha. Because you have other people filling in. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. So. If you really want to see these guys and you really feel that this is the time and they're pumped to do it, yeah. see, they are ready to do this, right. then it is the best time to go see them. You should, you should, you know, I don't know. Do a know car wash and a bake sale. Any spare organs you want to sell, but like you should, you should try to go <laughs> yeah. see the band. I'm yeah. definitely going to see them because they were my very first concert ever. Oh, there it is. So I have to. Yeah, yeah. And speaking about that, when I went yeah. to go see Celine Dion yeah. at the end of 2019, I think I paid about 500 bucks for my ticket. And you don't regret one I do not that. regret a yeah. single thing and because now, I knew I wanted to see her. Right. But the other thing is, you know, pandemic aside, we understand that she's not feeling well these days. Right. We don't know if she's ever going to go on so tour again. So the next time she does, quote, quote, go on tour, yeah. it yeah. might not be the $500 Celine Dion. Exactly. And let me tell you something else. I'm a big fan of Earth, Wind & Fire. love them. All iterations of them, they do the best. The dancers that they used a couple about 25 years ago were not needed. But anyway, there's a difference of them being at Budweiser stage versus the jazz festival. They're better at the jazz festival because they know other musicians are there watching them. And they got to rise to that occasion. Exactly. Of those other big names being around them. Yeah, yeah, on, the, yeah on that bill. Al sure. Green the same way. Really? He just went, like he was Al Green, which is great. Right. But then at the jazz festival, he was like through the roof. I, I so if it. you if you really like somebody 
and I and, and you have the money or you can get some money to see them at their height and yep. this is the time to do it I, I'd say yes. Do you want a hundred? I was going to say, Marilyn, can I borrow eight hundred dollars? Sure, <laughs> yes. I'll give you eight hundred bucks. Perfect. Just to make your dream come true. That's what we do at Chum. Yes. Yeah. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum one zero four five. We now know the most popular Halloween candy for this year for twenty twenty two. Do we want to go through that, or do we want to put some votes in first? Go oh, right ahead. well, I know it's not candy corn because nobody likes that. That is always consistently dead last. Right, but it is nice to look at, but not to It's eat. nice as decoration. It's yeah, festive, right. yeah. It's yeah, sure, yeah. certainly festive. So do you want to, like, uh, you want us to w- name what we think is Yeah, what, what, what is your favorite is Halloween candy? chocolate? Candy? Well, no, your favorite Halloween candy. You don't uh, think, there's no right answer here. This is, right. this is your personal favorite. Red Starburst. Red, oh. that's very specific. Oh. Yeah. The Red Starburst. Red. So pink probably really messes with your head. Don't want the pink. I know that. Don't want any other colors. I want red. The red one is like a very (laughs) defining color in that package. Let's put it this way. When you pick out a box or a bag of candy that you're going to give out to kids, I want to make sure that the coffee crisp is in there. Coffee crisp? Okay, cool. great chocolate bar from, it's Canadian all the way. It's delicious. For yourself? You're like, you would take it out? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so coffee crisp? Yeah. All right. Kit Kat. I'm definitely, uh, I mean, did you see the candy I had in my hand yesterday? No. Reese's Reese's Peanut Butter butter Cups. Those are great candies, and they're classic. Let's go through the list, top ten right now. Sure. Dead last, again, candy corn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tootsie Pops at number nine. Never liked those. Never liked those? Gosh, no. How many licks? A one, a two, a three. Three. Anyway. Uh, Snickers at number eight. Not bad, cold. Like okay, no. okay. Hershey Kisses at number seven. A little bored with that. What? Bored. Yeah. yeah. They taste good. I mean, they're classic. You yeah, know. but they don't even taste the same anymore. Gotcha. Sour Patch Kids. Look at you. What? Making making your way through the yeah. world with the uh, Sour the Patch Kids. The red ones. Number six. Uh, <laughs> I like the green ones in the Sour Patch package. Um, hot Tamales at number five. Number four, Starburst okay. winning. Oh, wow. Number three, M&M's. Uh-huh. Number two, Skittles ahead of M&M's. That's confusing me a little bit, yeah. but sure, Skittles yeah. are classic. And number one. Number one, 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 one. The Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh. Okay. Those, are the, um, those are the premium candy. I'm surprised, Marilyn, that Kit Kat didn't make it anywhere in it. Yeah, it's Kit Kat and Coffee Crisp to me are very similar. And, uh, yeah, me, me too. I'm surprised by mm-hmm. that. So I'll take... You know, when Everly goes door to door in our neighborhood, what I'll do is just take all that stuff from her. It's interesting that there's a lot of... (laughs) Grandma's looking out for you. You got it. (laughs) It's interesting that there's a lot of peanut-based chocolates, though, that are on that list when you can't even bring anything peanut to school, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Peanuts are very frowned upon right now. Health hazard. Uh, So this is the top worst candy of all time. Black licorice. Oh, don't. Oh, I agree. Plenties. Good and plenties. They give me a good and plenty. Remember those good and plenties? That's number nine good and plenties. Terrible. <laughs> I like those, actually. I don't like I'm one of the few people, though. Yeah. Tootsie Rolls are number eight. Uh, that, uh, if they're soft. If they're old Tootsie Rolls, they're terrible. Number if they're fresh, they're good. Seven, Mary Janes. I'm not I'm not uh, familiar with the Mary Janes. Let me look that up while you keep going. Here. Number six, the wax Coke bottles. Yeah, those are useless, they're except for useless. chewing up and throwing at your classmates. That was awful. Um, Nico Waf- Wafers. Nico Wafers. Oh, no. Oh. You know that, Mary Jane's? 
no, no. Uh, Neko? Neko. Nick, uh, come on. Neko wafers. Neko wafers? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Delicious. Okay. Yeah, I like the purple ones. Okay. That's, I, that's my childhood. Though. Number four, Smarties. Obviously, the American version of those, which are... Rockets. Rockets here? Okay, yeah. Rockets. Okay. Uh, peanut butter kisses. I've never had those before at number three. No, I've never had And these are the worst? These are the worst. Oh, okay. Number two, Circus Peanuts. Oh, oh, a lot of American things. You guys know one of the circus peanuts? Uh, the uh, orange, like, kind of marshmallow-looking things? No. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking it, it up. They're very not good tasting. And number one, candy corn. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. The other day, I was on FaceTime with my sister, and we were talking, you know, getting, you know, Chatting, caught up, caught up. Caught up, exactly. And her kids are in the background looking at the phone. And uh, one of the one of the little boys saw that I was on the balcony. Oh. And he goes, Uncle Jay, are you rich? I'm like, why? He's like, <laughs> you're on a balcony. I'm like, <laughs> it's a balcony. <laughs> uh, but their house does not have a balcony. Right. That's uh, kind of cool. But what's funny about what he said, it was, I remember when I was younger, I used to think, People who lives in homes, even if it was an apartment, like not even an apart, like a whole house, if you had a balcony, you were rich. Like it just, it just said to me that you could sit, sit out and look amongst your subjects. Yes. And go, hello, hear ye, I'm on my balcony, addressing <laughs> my town. Like it just, it felt like royalty to me. So I laughed at that. I was like, he thinks the same thing. So when you're a kid, of course. Yeah. You don't know what real money is. You have no perception no. of wealth. Right. But you have a little inkling that certain things might be rich. What were those things for you? Okay, for me, if somebody after, like, Easter break came back and they had a tan, that means... A tan? Way, <laughs> and that meant they had money. Now, they could, you know, like, a little someplace in Florida. I don't know. A little sun. But I imagine it was, like... A mansion and a head sun and the sun, right because I was in Pittsburgh and there was a lot of snow. They could have been out in the backyard working on like th- th- could have been cabbage and radishes. Right, right, exactly. You never know. They must be rich. They must be rich. And I also think too that when people um, they go, hey Marilyn, you want a snack? Because you go and visit somebody. Go, okay, okay. Open up their pantry door. Okay, this is a little closet, but to me it was wow. There were chips. There were peanuts. There were this. There was that. Houses with the good snacks. The good snacks. I went, you must be really rich. Because we don't have any of that at our house. Right. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> and even better, if they put it in bowls and you just happen to be walking by, you could grab some M&Ms and like, wow, these guys have money. Yeah. Because, you know, that just, that's expensive stuff. That's the total that's bar right. for rich when you're a kid. <laughs> that's right. Um, someone texted in, name brand craft dinner. Like, if you had the oh, off-brand yeah. stuff, oh, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. pretty regular. But if you had the craft, craft dinner, yes, you guys must be rich. It's the real Brutal. fake cheese. Like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you remember what was Funny. rich for you? Okay, mine is a little out of the box here. Like, I know that there's, you know, the swimming pool or the snacks, as you were saying. But I grew up in the Richie Rich era, that that show with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, Richie Rich, oh, of I course. And, you know, well, I mean, he was actually rich. So, but, you know, when he brings his friends over and then they're like, oh, you don't want to eat like this Grey Poupon or whatever they were having? Yeah. And he opens his door and they have their own McDonald's. Yes. Like, that was... Their own McDonald's. Their, and then all the kids were like, you have your own McDonald's in your house? And Richie Rich is just so cool. He also had, like, a GPS thing where he could track his dad. <laughs> I watched Richie Rich recently, by Basically. the way. Yeah. 
And so those are my things. I was just like, when you get but, all of that, but yeah. I mean, you were actually rich. She was actually okay, rich. But you, you know rich, what right? I tell you, what I think of though, people that got to go to McDonald's. I. 100% regret. I, I thought, like, we waited till my dad left town. And my mother would get us in the car, my sister and I, and she goes, we're going to McDonald's. Because she got <laughs> Don't tell your father. Oh, tell your father. <laughs> and you know what, Marilyn? You can get a chocolate shake if you want today. What? Wow. What? That's a big day. That's like a Sunday. That's oh, a, fantastic. Uh, yeah. Does anybody remember uh, the Kodiak boots? Kodiak boots. Someone said those boots. Yeah, I do remember those. Those spe the special hiking boots. Those looked rich to somebody else. Another person says, any kid that got Lunchables at lunch was rich. Those Lunchables. These came with little crackers, little round cut thing. And now yeah. look at us: charcuterie yeah. boards and butter boards. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make our own Lunchables. Lunchables was such a big <laughs> deal. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. This is my era, but when you go over to someone's house and they had a color TV, <laughs> oh you go God. like, wow. And it was in this big kind of wooden thing. And you, you put like, listen, on you've it. gone over a lot of heads right now. So let's go into yeah. detail. Well, once a upon of, a time, once upon a time, <laughs> it was black. if you had a TV, if you had a TV, you had then you had a black and white TV. And then the black and white TV morphed into a color TV. I, ca I can't even imagine yeah. growing up in an era where you had to accept looking at black and white pictures. Yes. Well, look at, I did. And I, then, I, I, I literally I, can't imagine. But we didn't get rid of the old TV. Oh, no, Jamar. So that when, old TV went down to the basement, and it was still, you could watch, like, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood in the uh, sure. basement. That TV, they never threw anything out. Well, it became furniture, right? Well, the TV still worked, right? So... You would have it in another room for the kids, and Dad and Mom would get the color TV. Can you can you explain when color TV yeah. finally uh -huh. came like into the into the consumer market? Yeah, was it a big like reveal, guys? Like, was it, did they say on the news color TVs here? Like, what did they? How did they let that out? I don't I don't remember that because that that was a little kid when that happened. But if you got a color TV, you let your friends know on the bus. That's <laughs> so funny to me. Yeah. Because I think of yeah. it as like maybe when HD finally came out. Yeah. You know, like when everything was finally HD or something. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. I was surprised that we got one. And then and then the other thing is later on in life, I thought people had money when they had a remote control for their TV. <laughs> Not that, in this that's getting up and turning it on, right? That's the rich house. That's the rich with the, house. With their, with their remote control. They don't have to get up from their sofa to change the channels. The big clunky brick. Right. But, you, you know, that sat next to you on the, on the sofa. I used to think that any house that had not even an in-ground pool, even if you had an above-ground pool. I agree with you. Rich. Oh, yeah. I want to be your best friend like, this summer. what? Yeah. You can, go, you can go in the water in your house? That's crazy. And it's not really a <laughs> It's insane. And you have fun, and it's so much. Yes. That, to me, was very that rich. That was super wealth. Right. Um, I, I grew up in the city, so, you know, when people refer to their neighborhood, oh, yeah, I live on this block, I live on this block. But that one family that would be like, oh, our cul-de-sac. What? <laughs> You're what? <laughs> what? What did you just say? Yeah, but that was a place to be. Our right? cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that means. What is a cul-de-sac? Still to this day, I don't know what that means. That means it's, a, it's, a, it's not a, a drive-through street. 
Yeah, but like, well, now I know what it means. But like, no. what does it translate into? Cold de sac. Oh, I don't know. Maybe oh. It's a French word. I don't know. Anybody Cold de sac. Cold de sac. I, I just know what it means. Right. I know, but and I, then you but get those yeah. are cool. But that was a place to go play. Uh, are you kidding me? It was all a place to volleyball, whatever you wanted to do. Yeah, because no one interrupted you. In my neighborhood, yeah. there was a person, one person in the kit, like on our group, that always had to be the car person. Because when uh, cars are coming, somebody, car, and then everyone have to get out. Yes, no, it just by. means a dead end. Okay, that's a nicer way of saying. I just say dead, dead end. Cold the sack. I live on the dead end. Cold the sack. On the breezewood cold the sack. All right. It's well, a little. When I do jujur. expire, don't say I died. Say I cold the sacked. Okay. Oh, Lord. Make, make it sound much nicer. Got it. What was rich when you were a kid? Someone said. Um, if you had a shirt that had the alligator instead of the the tiger, Izod versus Lacoste. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Very, very That's funny. Very funny. AC in the car. Some people will be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, real popsicles and not the off-brand, right? Yeah. So my mother was famous for getting off-brands. I mean, she was saving money, but it never tasted great. It never felt good. It was like this, it was like the earlier person, a person that said earlier about craft dinner, the real craft dinner, the real craft versus dinner versus the 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 imitation. Yeah. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. We all love a good hit song. I mean, we we are in the hit music business, right? Um, hit songs. But sometimes a, a song becomes a hit for longer than just a moment. It becomes a hit for, like, days and weeks. These are the longest hits in history. Are you ready? Um, Michael Jackson, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. That song has been a hit uh, that's been running for five, wow, since 79. 1979. I remember when the album arrived at my radio station in Calgary and went, oh, this is going to be good. That song is wow. five. That song is five minutes and five and fifty six seconds. It's a good bathroom song for the if you're a D DJ. I love that song. Yeah, it, it's almost one of those songs where you don't want to leave the room because it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Eagles Hotel California. Yes. How long is that song? S over six minutes. You're said from someone who played it probably. Yes. On the air. Yes. Six minutes and eight seconds. Yeah. These days, um, the average hit song is like two minutes. I mean, a short time ago, a yeah. song, a hit song on the radio was about three minutes, maybe 3.15. I think with TikTok, because of the, the snippet culture now, songs are getting shorter and shorter and yeah. shorter. Yeah. Songs become huge on TikTok, and they only have to be maybe like 45 seconds. 45 seconds. And prior to these long songs in the 50s and 60s, they were maybe a minute 30 Two minutes. You remember when "We Are the World" came oh, out? Oh yeah, that big. That was a big anthem. Opus. Yeah, it was a, a an opus. Yeah. Um, for getting food on the tables in Africa, "We Are the World" is a six minute and twenty two, six minute and twenty two second song. Yeah. Released in eighty five. Um, and they these by the way these are big hits. Massive and hits. Big hits are not usually long songs, but these are exceptions. Uh, Blondie's. Oh. Rapture, one of my favorite, favorite songs. 1981, that's a six minute and 29 oh, song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey Jude from the Beatles. That was long. It's a <laughs> seven minute song. I know, that was really long. For, again, that's 1968 for all songs that were on the radio at the time. That was an, an unbelievable song that was so long. Yeah. Okay, uh, one of the longest yes. hits 
uh, is American Pie from 1972. That is an eight minute and 37 second song. John McClain. Yeah. I, I can't that. believe. I don't even know where we'd put that in our in our yeah. in our log of music. That takes up like the entire segment. And the longest hit song. This surprised me. In North American history. Yeah. Taylor Swift's All Too Well. Wow. The 10 minute version. Because she released another version of that, but there's a 10-minute and 13-second version. I was not aware of that. That beat Don McLean by two minutes. Wow. Okay. Crazy. So that's pretty. The longest hit songs in in, in the history of uh, uh, Billboard. That's I wonder if you'd stick with us if we played one of these long songs coming. If we played a 10-minute song after this. If you, if you, no. <laughs> but if you, if you played Michael Jackson I, I, or, or, or Blondie Rapture, I'd have no trouble with that. How long is Bohemian Rhapsody? I know that's a I don't long know. song. That is a long song. It's, I think sometimes when I look at these songs, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough in Rapture, they're faster. When it's long, it's a little a bit of a slug for me, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah, Bo- Bo- uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is a five-minute, 55-second oh, song. Oh, under the That song has like a three different movements. And <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's like three different songs right. in one, right? Right. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Are there any Queen fans listening to the show right now? You might want to listen up on this one. If you're a fan of Queen, Freddie Mercury, or just anybody who loves music, how do you feel when they release those posthumous records? Meaning, the artist has passed on. Yeah. And they've got these unreleased recordings. And they're like, hey, this is stuff that the artist did. But never got around to releasing because they died untimely or whatever. Yeah. Here's the song. Do you like that? What do you think? Um, if 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 they had done it before they passed away, and it was from some old stuff, it didn't make it to the album for a reason. Yeah, I kind of. I tend to agree with you. If they were working on new material, like George Michael, who I. Hope they find some new music. Yeah. Um, then I would be happy to hear this. But I, I, you know, Freddie died in 1991. I love him so. But I'm wondering if is this a, a song that didn't make it to you know to an album, and they thought, oh, we just we we we're gonna put this out and see if it if it connects. With it anybody. feels like a money grab, right? A little bit. It feels like they're trying to cash bit. in a little bit on the. Yeah. But if it's good, I'm open to listen. The songs I'm open are, to listen to it. The songs know? are never great. This has happened a couple times yeah. where an artist has passed, and they're like, hey, here's a song that yeah. blah, 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 that you didn't hear. And then you're like, ah, I don't know what it is. It could be what you're saying, that it wasn't good enough to make the cut on the original album, or the good album. Right. Or there's something about the person being alive and touring and promoting the song that gives it an extra energy that's mm-hmm. gone. I don't know. Let's listen to a snippet of this Freddie Mercury. Has it released yet, the entire song? Okay. If you're a fan of Queen and Freddie Mercury... You can be the judge. What do you think about this? When something so deep and so far and wide falls down beside you, cries can be heard so loud and clear. I mean, you know, it's good. I mean, no one sings like that. That's for sure. No, that's like, no one has that voice. Yeah. So and it, it doesn't sound like it was fully, fully, fully produced. Wasn't fully produced. It's like maybe just a couple of tracks, right? It needs some more layers. Yeah. To get it. So if it, if somebody were to produce it, but they're they're releasing it like that today. Um, I think or there's a probably a mastered version being okay. released today. Yeah. Let's How see do you today. feel about this? I don't know. They've did this with a couple artists that are my faves, actually. Yeah. The the, the Michael Jackson release that was uh, with Justin Timberlake. Do you remember this song? 
this song a lot. I did like this song a lot. I was excited when it came out. What's it again? Love, love, love never felt so good. I liked yeah. it. What did you think of that? I, I, I didn't mind that. I didn't think it was like. When I play it. Michael Jackson sets, yeah. that's yeah. never involved in the in the in the in the playlist. I, I like the song. It's good, but it's not. Michael's not here, so it's like he wasn't here to give it the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say. So when they said that the collaboration had happened, we played it here on Sham. Yeah. I remember listening to it going, that is good. It is good. That is good. It's not bad. But it's not great. But oh, it's good. It's oh. good compared to the Freddie Mercury you just heard. This happened with another one of my favorite artists. Okay. Bob Marley. Uh-huh. This is a... I'm, I'm super partial to Bob Marley. <laughs> I think that's Any, great. Anything Bob Marley could could hit, and I'm 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 bouncing with it. I think it sounds good. Wow, it sounds good. Yeah. Did you the the Steve Winwood and Whitney Houston higher love? Like that. Did you like that? I did like that. We played the mess out of that. We, we still did, do. and I thought that was great because it was a really well produced song. I I, I just think this Freddie Mercury isn't really done yet. Okay. They haven't really finished it. They need to put some finishing touches on it. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Chum 104.5. Podcast.